Hey guys, welcome to another episode here on the podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jack. Hey guys. This week's topic, and I believe it's a big one, this is a big milestone for you, Jack, is that 75 hard challenge. Man, and I couldn't, I'm so happy to be here and actually able to talk about it in the past now. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, definitely a big part of my life when it was happening and took up a lot of time but gosh like now that I'm here now that I'm done with it it feels good to say that I completed it man most definitely because I know uh, we just posted a video about the 75 hard on our YouTube channel mm-hmm. and I got a chance to look at your progress photos from day one to day 75 and damn there was a I, I mean no offense buddy but like day one you had a little bit of a belly and then day Day twenty or day seventy five, you're sitting there with a, uh, I got my veins popping, I got my my stomach flat, looking oh, all yeah, muscular. I was feeling good, man. I was, and the, definitely the, the difference is night and day. Uh, now it's all down to just you know maintaining and just keep pushing through it because the seventy five hard wasn't meant to be you know, it was meant to be the start of something. And I it definitely did because now we just posted two new videos on our outside edition workouts. And there will be a few more coming out here in the next couple weeks. The, uh, just, you know, in the video for the 75 hard part three, you were talking about how every single workout wasn't necessarily a workout. So like your mindset changed and what the definition of a workout was. Absolutely. I use that term, you know, workouts very generic. It's all about just challenging the mind and the body and just getting the heart rate elevated. If your heart rate's elevated, I can consider that a good workout. I mean, again, that's very general, and you could, uh, there's quite a few things that uh, can elevate your heart that most people wouldn't count as a workout, right? But it's all about just, you know, burning those calories, just really focusing on, you know, the mind-muscle connection and just improving ourselves in any way. So, yeah, I wasn't necessarily in the gym every time. I wasn't necessarily pushing weights, but, you know. Just getting outside, going for some walks, getting that heart rate up, you know, it really did uh, help me get through the workout, or through the challenge. I think a big thing that I have a question for you, what, because, I mean, we talked about in our previous discussions, and I think we've talked about it twice now, in our previous, is this part three on the podcast, or part two on the podcast? I can't quite remember, we do so many things. But regardless, we've, we've talked about in the past, like, hey, this is, like, what is it like going through it? What is it, you know, wh- what exactly are you currently doing to maintain all, everything that the challenge requires? And so my question to you is, is moving forward, like, you're on day 70, whatever, and what are you going to be doing to maintain that same mentality? Absolutely. So the best part about it is the shift in mentality now. Because during the challenge, the mentality was like, I have to do this. Like, I had to do it. And I'm just literally like, I had that like kind of, once I was getting towards the end, I started counting down the days, you know, and I'm just like, having this goal that's so near that like helped me push through it. But, uh, now that I'm done with it, I'm able to have the more of the, of the mentality 
of wow like I want like I would rather do this and like I'm doing this because I want to because I feel better I've gotten to the point now when I don't drink enough water I can tell when I feel crappy you know when I do eat uh junk food and fast food like it really does not like I don't enjoy it as much it doesn't feel good on my stomach and then the alcohol you know like I just I could get feel bloated more excessively and it just really like all of the negative impacts I was putting on myself are just more drastic at this point because I've came so far. Most definitely. I actually read somewhere, and I'm not entirely sure how you feel about this. When you are so strict, like you're on a diet for so long, I think some of the reason why most people fall off is because they have been doing it for so long, right? But they see that everybody's else is having fun, like they're eating that pizza, they're going to a ball game, and it's like, oh no, I, I don't have that one thing at the baseball stadium to get, and so it's like, I can't cheat on my diet or whatever. And it's like having those cheat days, having that day where you kind of give yourself a, you know, a little relaxed mentality gives you that, almost that extra boost to continue on with that diet. And I think that goes true for just about like, you need that rest day in between workout Absolutely. sets. Absolutely, you need those rewards. It's not always just a constant battle. You need to have those little wins to win the war, you know? So, like, something that I do that kind of helps me now and especially during the challenge is uh, every day, every week, and every month, you give yourself a tiny little mini vacation. Just by vacation, just a little break. Every single day, you need to have a set time for you with nothing has to be done, just strictly relaxing and doing whatever it is that helps you relax the best. So throughout that day, when you're busy and you have a whole list of stuff to do that day, you're like, all right, like you're working towards just that hour at the end of the day where you can sit down and relax, right? Each week, like a week's can, they can, some weeks fly by because you're so busy and fast paced, other weeks just drag on, you know, because... You are busy the time's just moving slow so you know having a fun date night planned at the end of the week you know on a friday night or having a little day trip somewhere on a saturday like just really helps you stay motivated throughout that week and again just like for the month each month yeah every week and we're not going out and you know just have partying on all weekend every weekend that's not what i'm saying I'm just saying one specific event, one specific activity of that weekend that is good for you. That's good for your mental health. And then take it a step further each month. Yeah, I'm not going out and partying and doing a bunch of fun stuff every weekend. I have one small activity, whether it be a hike, whether just relaxing, movie night, just playing Xbox. But then each month, you know, take it a step further and maybe plan a day trip somewhere, plan a little weekend trip away. You need to have those small, you know, little, not every rest not every vacation needs to be a big two week one week you know vacation or four day weekend we just got to start taking more appreciate uh, taking more advantage and start appreciating the little those small things in life you know like those three hours i get to sit down and just do nothing but play cod or just those you know just really start using those more as motivation and reward and not just take advantage of us being able to use them you know I think that was really well said. It's, I think it really comes down to balance and also having that discipline. Because if you take the time to, 
do these things, like you take that break, it's because you either earn that break or you genuinely just need that break so you're not burnt out. And I, would you say that taking the 75 hard challenge, did you, do you feel like it kind of reset that discipline button? It, it lets you, like, I was hard for 75 days and then I just, at the end of it, I needed to go see my doctor because I have erectile dysfunction now. But uh, jo- jokes aside, but do you think it reset that entire, you know, discipline button of sorts? Yes, I do. But that self-discipline isn't something that, like, or at least to me at this point, too. Like, it's, I've built it, and my self-discipline has came a long way. But self-discipline is always something that you have to work on and be aware of. It's not something that you just, or maybe it is for some people, and I hope I get to that point where it is just subconscious. Like, you know, you don't have to, like, you just have such a great self self-drive and self-discipline that you without a thought do the right thing you think you know you put the productive thing first every single time and don't even think about you know the fun relaxing times like I yes it's definitely helped my self-discipline but I'm still constantly working on it and I still have to take a minute and think about those decisions each time like oh should I do more schoolwork or should I call it good for the day and go do some play some games or go you know just go over to my friends. Like, I still have to make that conscience decision every time. And I'd say that decision is a little easier now, but it's still there. You know, I still have to weigh my options each time. Most definitely. And what to you is the, what was the, what was the takeaway from the 75 hard? Like, what was the thing that just like, at the end of the day, if I needed to do, like, if the 75 hard never happened and somebody was talking to you about their journey what is something that that person would tell you that you feel very similar about right now and i know that's a tough question like what 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 is what what's this hey what's that big lesson i learned from this journey biggest lesson i think i learned is prioritizing and scheduling um i'm a person i hate I hate to live my life on a schedule. I hate, I'm not a punctual person. I don't like deadlines and timelines. I don't like having my day planned out hour by hour. Not even just from day to day, but from week to week, you know? I like to just go with the flow, just see what happens, just see what awaits me. Always, and that makes sense, man. It really, really does. And I think, I think a lot of people in this day and age, they really do find it hard to kind of just plan accordingly like I think for somebody starting out like you know we've talked about it before in the podcast between you and me and all of our audience we're, we're sitting there and we're like hey what is a good time to start your journey because I started my journey after I got out of college again and I've started like five times in my life and it's always it's always difficult to start but once you get going it's like a you know boulder effect so to me, it's people, I, I feel like people don't understand, like they either don't understand or they don't get that the planning and the, you know, the projection of your timeline, the scheduling that comes with time. 
You need to start now in order to get to do what you're trying to do, if that makes sense. Whether you're starting a business, whether you're starting a... Absolutely. I love the way you kind of wrap that up there. So, yes, planning and planning for uh, different goals for different things you're trying to accomplish is very important. But people will spend half their lives waiting for that right moment, waiting for the right time, waiting for the time that seems to be the best, you know? And that time may never come or it may be missed. The time is now, you know? It doesn't matter if it's the middle winter. It doesn't matter if you have a lot on your plate. Life's not going to get easier. You're not going to just all of a sudden have more room on your plate. That's not how that works. The time is now, and it sucks. And yeah, you may have a lot of stuff going on, so maybe you can't full send and jump straight into things with, say, a 75 hard challenge where you are spending two to three three hours every day dedicated to this yeah that's excessive taking baby steps and start gradually doing it over like when i train my clients whenever i have new prospects and new clients the first thing i tell them is that my main goal with them is just to make small subtle changes in their life to promote their healthier lifestyle it's not writing out a diet for them it's not giving them this workout program that we have to stick to every single every single like certain day of each week like Yes, we get to that point of having this program and having this diet, but it's really not what I promote the most. It's all about just being more conscious in general. And a lot of stuff, like, people don't realize, like, I feel like, like, so many aspects of your life all contribute to your fitness. And most people don't consider a lot of different factors in their life, you know? When I think of, you know, fitness, they think of diet and they think of the gym. But it's more than that. There's a lot more factors like your career, what you do today to day. You know, if you have a very manual labor's job and you're hard on your joints all day long, you know, and you're just wearing that down, you need to be conscious. And there are small things you can do to be better for the joints, you know, and just maybe it's a specific drink that you just, you know, really, really fell in love with and you're constantly drinking. Like, just be aware of all this very repetitive stuff you're either doing or consuming and just promote that consciousness because not all of us have the time to meal prep and to stick to some specific diet maybe we don't have the money and we really have to get what's on sale and i get that completely like every time we go shopping we still use groupons and coupons we still look for sales we're just able to counteract the two sometimes we may have to get a slightly less healthy brand if it really is half the price and it's all about just weighing that balance when we go grocery shopping when we if we do go out to eat like i can still go out and socialize with my friends and still make a somewhat better choice it's not always a yes or no question sometimes you compromise with yourself and there's always that compromise between healthy and unhealthy you know always man i mean everything's good in moderation and just being aware of where you're at with that consumption is just what's important yeah, and I think, I, I I genuinely think that in, like, in the future, and I'd really like to, you know, I think you'll have a greater effect in this regard, that when an individual, he's so focused on his shit, and he starts to, you know, I'm doing the 75 hard to reset my discipline, to help me eat better, help me, you know, I want to I want to stay fit. I want to do all this stuff and you, you you play that mental game with the 75 hard. It's like you will take that cuz 75 days is a very long time. 
in a year. That's a third. That's a fourth of the year, my man. And is it ninety one eighty? Yeah, it is. I'm glad I can do math. Anyway, I think you'll take those experiences and that attitude that you've gained, which it's a good attitude. It's like that mentality, that attitude, and you'll express that into anywhere you go out socially, anywhere you go out familially, familially, family-wise. This is what I'm trying to say. And because of that, because of your one new approach with that mindset and lifestyle that you've tried to accumulate, you'll be able to dictate betterly towards a awesomer type of, uh, I guess I'm just trying to say, you'll be able to live a healthier lifestyle. And I was trying to be wordy there, but obviously I... Sometimes I, the simpler words are the best. Well, you ain't wrong, but, you know, gotta sound smarter than you. <laughs> so, nah. I think I think you'll have a more powerful voice and a more powerful effect than what you realize. Well, thank you. Um... Well, you're quite welcome. Um, the one thing I was curious, though, when you were doing the 75 hard... What were some strategies that you were doing to get you from day one to day 75? Like, what was the thing that you constantly did? Like, maybe that can help somebody on their journey to doing the 75 hard. Or maybe that'll help them in their fitness journey. Whatever that may look like. A couple things. And neither of these things are fun things. Um, and I'm not going to lie, one of them I definitely was consistent constantly working on throughout the whole challenge because it's my biggest weakness but number one would be just waking up early we're all on a natural timer and studies proven that the average person we our energy levels die as we go throughout the day so if even if we're like do sleep in till 10 o'clock and we have like 10 hours of sleep in our system we're still not gonna have that amount of energy in those energy levels that we would if we had woken up three hours earlier with seven hours to sleep in us, you know? So Most definitely. really just waking up and starting the day off as early as you can and getting going with it is something that's really helpful. Because my biggest problem... It's never a fun time. No, it's not. And my biggest problem was running out of time. I would sleep in, I would go to work, I'd get off work after an eight-hour shift, and I'd still have two workouts to do plus my reading... You know, and it's just not fun. It's very hard to balance. So getting up and getting a sleep schedule down, getting up at 6, 5 a.m., you know, just getting getting an early start to the day, that's going to be something that's really, really helpful for you. Uh, and that's the one I really struggled with. So if you're able to get down that good sleeping schedule, it really does make the whole challenge that much easier. Okay. That's good to know. I... I do have to say my biggest, 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 biggest struggle has always been waking up early. Like, I mean, I do it, but like, there is no set way to wake up. I mean, and like, I've been experimenting and I kind of was hoping I'd find a set way, but nothing seems to be working too much. Honestly, it all just comes down to self-discipline. It's kind of funny how it all seems to go back to that. But, uh, I actually, I think forget where I saw it, but it was a really interesting thing. It's this idea that if you invest, it, like you invest in something, 
the idea is, is that you invest in other areas and those other areas will invest back in that first something. So the, the kind of analogy that I was given was that if you invest in your fitness, you start working on your body, okay, now magically you, you're starting to build up your everything and you want to get more gains, so you start eating a little healthier. Okay, now that you're eating a little healthier, you got more energy. Because you have more energy, you can start to get more to, out of the gym. Now that you're getting more out of the gym, you start to look a little bit better. Now you feel a little bit better. So now that you feel a little bit better, maybe you feel more confident with the ladies, or maybe exactly. And then you start. I mean, with the ladies, with the guys, like your your ability to socialize drastically increases too, and that that really has shown. I feel like, Um, going back to the other thing I really struggled with during this challenge, though, was the balance. There's. As all things should be. A lot of Thanos rebalancing that I had to do during this uh, challenge. Okay, he did not say that. (laughs) With socializing with my friends, with the amount of time I spend at nighttime unwinding, with, you know, obviously going out to eat and just the way I chose to hang out with friends, Mm -hmm. I had to, first of all, kind of remove a lot of temptations I had to ask my grandma, who I live with, you know, to stop bringing home so many sweets and start cooking her delicious sweets and baking. And I stopped going around my friends as much because, you know, they all just recently turned 21. They want to go out. They want to have a good time. They want to go to restaurants. And, you know, like removing myself from those environments in the beginning was very important for me, as well as finding other ways to have a good time with people. You know, you don't need food and alcohol and a specific environment to really just have a good time. It really just made me take a step back, realize which friendships were beneficial for me, which ones weren't as beneficial for me, and how they align. Because I feel like any friendship should be mutual, absolutely. And not just on the entertainment side of things, but through just pushing yourself forward through life. And, you know, like a friend should want you to succeed in life and should want to help you succeed in life. Either it be just being there for you, just hearing your problems and maybe just bouncing back some ideas, just really having hope and having faith in your goals when no one else does, you know, just being there for the, being there for you on your bad days and just, you know, encouraging to keep going on. And I feel like this challenge definitely made me do some self-reflection and just some reflection on my relationships, thinking if I committed myself to this, like which friendships are still going to be standing, you know? Because if I don't come around, it shows, like, you know, which friendships really are worth saving and worth keeping. I mean, damn, that's deep. I know, and I'm sitting here just, we're just started off just talking about the 75 hard and fitness, and here we are, like, it's a domino effect, and it really affects every different part of your life. It goes back to what I said earlier. Doing one thing affects something else. Something else affects the first thing, and then it's like, oh, shit, Mm -hmm. okay. It's almost like a there's there's got to be an actual like psychological term or some kind of I, I don't know a boomerang effect is what we'll, I'm calling it. We'll look it. into that, but uh, it really is crazy. It just affects a lot more part parts and aspects of your life than you don't really think about. But uh, it was all needed, all very good for me and good for my future, and all just helping me set myself up for success. I feel that man. Now, what would you recommend? Would you recommend this to, you know, say someone like myself? 
or would you recommend it to somebody older or would you recommend it to your you know your girlfriend obviously she just did it i guess the point i'm trying to get here is what would you recommend now that you've completed this do you think that maybe the 75 hard can be changed to accommodate other people maybe that somebody with a disability could potentially do it maybe somebody who just wants to jump start their entire life but can't because maybe they're just they're hospitalized do you think there's a way to take the 75 hard and recommend for them potentially yes no so uh and i've said this before this 75 hard challenge is definitely not something i recommend to most people it's just not going back to something i said earlier in this podcast as a trainer for all new clients I tell them my biggest goal is promoting small, subtle changes to promote a healthier lifestyle. And this 75 hard is the complete opposite of small and subtle changes. It's flipping your life upside down, making you spend hours a day and uh, changing your mindset. Um, for people who are ready for that level of commitment and can't afford it, can afford the time and afford the amount of stress and physical toll it takes on you, I encourage it. Um, but for the average person, I do not, to be honest. I feel like you can either bring yourself out too quickly. I feel like if you do fully commit and you aren't well knowledgeable enough in the nutrition side of things, you can end up doing some more harm than foul, like harm than good. Because there's just so many factors to it, you know? First of all, working out twice a day, making sure we're, you know, having good form, like an hour and a half of working out. That's a lot of time. A lot of things can go wrong. So making sure we have a while, a big enough library of exercises and know that we're executing them all properly, that's important. Again, being well knowledgeable in our, fit, in our uh, nutrition, knowing how much we should be consuming, when we should be consuming it, knowing how much rest we need, and just how to somehow balance this challenge with every other part of our life um i definitely can see just because i you know we haven't hung out in the traditional sense like we we do these podcasts together we do the videos together and it's like we get to see each other i mean that's the whole point of hanging out or you know being surrounded by your you know friends and so it's like it's almost like the people around you, they either adapt to what you're currently doing in life, or they go the way of the dinosaur, like you were just saying when we got real deep about 30 seconds ago. And it's like, I could definitely see it being a problem for somebody, like a mother, right? She's like, I'm just feeling real sluggish, real slow, and she's got like three, she's got a newborn, she's got a toddler, and she's got like this 12-year-old kid. And that's like a whole different scenario, you know, like... The 75 hard completely switches up your priorities. And I was willing to put that above almost anything. There's only like two other things above mine, you know? My family and my health, which had to do with it. And my school came first. But uh, besides that, I was willing to put the 75 hard over friendships, over uh, pleasure, you know, over a lot of things. And people who have that much on their plate like children like work that like my work I'm lucky enough at the moment to where 
when I leave, like I can leave my work at home for now very soon. Well, to a point. I definitely take a lot of work home with me, but I'm definitely able to balance it easily. People who have that much on their plate, no, this is not the way to go. Again, just there's so many ways to change your life for the better. Small, subtle ways. So this is something that you need to have experience in. This is not for any beginners. I've been working on my fitness journey for many, many years now. Not consecutively, you know. There's always ups and downs. But uh, I felt like I knew enough where I was able to do this drastic of a change. But it's... I'm not saying to the listeners that you're not capable or that you should believe that you're not capable. It's just there are better things you could do that you would get a little more benefit out of. I want everybody to start their fitness journey and learn to love it, not to hate it. This 75 Heart does not do that. It does not make you love it. You do not love it. You do not love it during it. You do not love the idea of it before it. I don't even love it much after it. Like, it's not something I loved. I liked, I loved what it did for me. But, I mean, what else do I have to say, man? It's a 75 hard. It's just, it affected me in many, many good ways. And of course, there's some bad ways, you know. Uh, the sex drive, that's one that a lot of people probably won't talk about. Your sex drive definitely, I feel like, turns to go down a little bit, in the beginning at least. Because you just consume so much energy and you just don't have time for some of those conveniences. So uh, just be aware that there are definitely some setbacks. But if you are willing to uh, take some of those uh, sacrifices, I really encourage it. Most definitely. Now, Jake, unfortunately, I think that's all the time we have today. But uh, I'm really glad that we got to, because episode one, but believe it or not, was where we talked about your first part of that journey at 75 hard. I just, I can't believe we're here now. 75-ish days later, here we are. And congratulations again. And uh, I think that's all the time we got, like I said earlier. So I believe that's all we've got. So, All right, guys. Uh, Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you on the next one. All right, bye, guys.